0: Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I am so excited to be talking to you guys. This is the first episode of February. And I don't know about you guys, but it seems like January was kind of a long month. Like, I felt like January was still a part of 2019. Like, it just seemed like it dragged out. But I'm not complaining because my birthday was January 28th, and I truly enjoyed myself. I had so much fun with my family and friends, so I'm not complaining. But now that we're in February, you cannot mention February without thinking about Valentine's Day. So if you guys follow me on Instagram, which you should be, at the Christian Bay underscore, you know that I did a poll on my story asking you guys what would you like the topic to be for the podcast for the month of February. And, of course, you guys chose a topic titled Wife Talk. So for the month of February, I will be speaking about relationships. I will be speaking about before you get in a relationship, during a relationship, reasons why you should settle down in a relationship or reasons why you should enjoy being single. And of course, I'll be talking about marriage as well. So I hope that this series, Wife Talk, really helps you guys. I hope that it answers any questions that you may have or anything that you may have been wondering about. I felt like Wife Talk was the perfect topic And the perfect title for this series, because I am a wife, so I will be discussing my journey through relationships to marriage and all the things that God has personally shown me and taught me. And we're going to be talking about it. And I feel like clearing up some things that social media doesn't address, something that your relationship goals wouldn't post. I really want to dive into the behind the scenes, the ugly parts that nobody shows because everybody just shows the glamorous parts of having a significant other and being able to take pictures. And it's like, oh, I want that. But nobody really addresses how much work it is and why. God does value our single season and he wants us to value it as well, but he also values marriage. And we need to know that there's a reason for both. There's a reason that you need to go through a single season and there's also a reason that you need to be married. And I just want to dive into the purpose of both of those, the purpose of being with yourself and then the purpose of being with someone else. So I hope that this series touches you guys. I'm going to try to touch on as many topics as I can. Feel free to suggest any topics, any questions that you guys may have, and I will do my best to share my perspective and to share the word and what God has shown me about that specific topic. All right, so let's dive in. Grab your journal and write down the topic of today's episode, which is, as you probably already see, three reasons why you should enjoy your single season. And I felt like this was the perfect topic to start off with in February because during this month, everyone's talking about love and finding that special someone and settling down. And though that is important, what's most important is loving yourself. You cannot properly love someone if you do not love yourself. So before I dive into any other topics, before I touch on anything else about relationships or marriage, I want to talk about your personal relationship with yourself because that is the foundation of everything. The way that you love yourself reflects how someone else will love you. The way that you love yourself sets a standard that your significant other has no choice but to follow. So I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me just jump right in. Y'all ready? Point one, I have three reasons why you should enjoy your single season. And the first reason is because you make the rules. You set the boundaries. That's the first reason why you should enjoy your single season. Now, what does that mean? That means that this is your season to basically shop. You get to examine different characteristics, different morals, different values, different people, and you get to see how they act in different environments. And you really get to figure out what you do and don't want in a relationship. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I like shopping. It's just relaxing. There's no stress. I don't have to buy this. If I don't want this, I can try it out and I don't have to take it home. There's no pressure When you set the boundaries, there's no pressure in your single season. You get to explore and you get to figure out what is it that you want in a significant other. Not only that, you get to explore yourself. Who, what type of person brings out the good side of you and what type of person brings out the bad side of you? Who makes you have a peace of mind? What type of personality puts you at peace? These are all the things that you should be focusing on in your single season. What is your personal love language? And then figure out who speaks that love language. And if they do not speak that love language, they did not make the boundary that you set. This is the season where you write down your list of what you want in a significant other. Write down 10 things that you want in a significant other. And I know this may sound cliche to write it down, but the word says, write the vision and make it plain. Faith without works is dead. You have to put in the work figure yourself out, figure what you're you're like and what you like, and then write down your ideal significant other. And when you do that work, you have to have faith that God will honor that and he will see the desires of your heart and he will make any proper adjustments that need to be made, but he will also send you someone that lines up with the criteria that you just put on your list. So this is your planning season. This is your let me figure out what college I want to go to, go on college tours and figure out who's offering the, much, the most financial aid, okay? Do you got the money or not? Like, this is the season where you figure that out. The problem is many people in our generation wait until they get in a relationship and then they start unpacking all of these things and they realize that- They've jumped into the relationship so fast that now they're in a full-fledged relationship. They're emotionally attached to a person that they didn't even know. And it's because you didn't do it in the single season. You rushed into the next season without even knowing what it was before you signed up. Drake voice. before you commit to a school, you have to do a lot of research on that because you know it comes with... A lot of stipulations. It's a lot of you have to go to school there every day. You waking up, you sacrificing your sleep, you sacrificing your time, you're paying to go there. You're taking parts of you and putting it into this school. So you're not just going to choose any school. You're making sure it got a good reputation. You're making sure it looks good on your resume. How you stand up next to me. All of the things that you do when you're looking for a college, when you're looking for a job, you should be doing that when you're looking for a spouse. So in your single season, this is where you make the rules. This is where you're shopping. This is where you set the standard. You're setting the boundaries. And whoever does not line up with the standard that you want for yourself, you should not be looking at that person. You should not be interested in that person. This is the season where you cannot operate out of desperation. You have to operate out of a place of worthiness. I know what I bring to the table. So what do you bring to the table? This is tryouts. Let's see. How do you measure up to a boss like me? This is that season. Speaking of boss, that perfectly transitions into my second reason why you should enjoy your single season, which is that you get to experience individual, personal, emotional, and spiritual growth. And what I mean by that is when you commit to a marriage, it's no longer about just your growth. Everything that you do affects another person. So guess what? If there's daddy issues that you need to address while you're addressing them and trying to unpack them and trying to change your way of thinking, change your way of processing, change your way of responding in certain situations, you have another person sitting right in front of you the whole time. And I'm really trying to put it into perspective so that you can see the weight in that. Can you imagine trying to relearn a way of thinking, relearn a way of responding, but you have a person next to you that's used to your old way. So it's not just you relearning for yourself, you're also reteaching them how to handle you. So when you go through the process of understanding who you are and understanding your morals and your values and things of that nature. Why are you emotional like you're emotional? Why did you respond like that? How is your relationship with God? Why did you never get the, the love that you needed from your mom? When you're trying to unpack all of these things and really stripping yourself and seeing who you are, When you rush into a relationship or especially a marriage, you have to go through that ugly process in front of that person that you committed to because you didn't do it when you were alone, when you were alone. Now, don't get me wrong. In marriage and in any relationship it's a constant growth process. So there will be times where that person does see the ugly parts of you and there's nothing wrong with being vulnerable in the presence of them. But if you can get some of that work done beforehand, why not? Why not be the best you that you can be from the beginning of the relationship? Because when you enter a relationship, when you enter enter a marriage, you have to know that that relationship, God sends relationships to help us grow and to pull out certain parts of us that we never knew we had in us. Your, your spouse can pull out your purpose. Your spouse can pull out gifts inside of you that God put within you that were hidden under trauma sometimes or under pain. If that's the spouse that God sent you, that's the potential that the relationship has. But if you haven't done the individual work, if you haven't done the personal growth, they have to dig through your personal problems before they can even get to the purpose that's inside of you. Which is why God tells us, He advises us to come to a relationship whole. What does that mean to come whole? That means to know who you are or to know. Whatever he allows you to know before entering that relationship, because again, you are going to grow in that relationship, but make sure you're the best that you can be before you get there. How are your standards? Do you value yourself? Because you don't want to enter a relationship trying to let your spouse value you, because what if your spouse or your significant other walks away? Now you're not worth anything. Not true. You have to know your value before you even step in it so that this part of me, this personal part of me, cannot be shaken regardless of what happens in this union. I'm solid in this area. I'm solid in my value. I know my worth. I'm solid when it comes to my boundaries. These are some things that I can compromise on, but these are some things that I will absolutely not deal with. I'm solid when it comes to my discipline. I bring discipline to the table. I do and I say what I'm going to do and I stick to my word. I'm able to stand on what I say. And that's something that you learn in personal growth. The problem is too many of us are looking to grow in a relationship before we grow ourselves. We are bringing broken people and trying to build whole foundations. You try to bring these little scraps and make something great. No, spend time building yourself up. If I'm entering this relationship, I'm going to bring discipline to the table just in case he may lack a little discipline. I have that strong suit myself. If I'm entering this relationship, I'm going to bring boundaries. Maybe he's never experienced boundaries. That's the way that I can help him grow because at the end of the day, a relationship is a power of exchange. Where I'm strong, he may be weak, but where I'm weak, he may be strong. So my job is to make sure I'm bringing my best strong suits to the forefront. I've already sharpened and identified the areas where I'm strong. I also know the areas where I'm weak so when I'm looking for a significant other I'm looking for someone that can sharpen me in my areas where I'm weak but if you spend all of your alone time looking for someone else you don't even know yourself i heard a tdj summer one time and it was about relationships and he said you don't even like going on dates by yourself but you want somebody else to go on a date with you. If you don't like being in your presence, what makes you think I want to be in your presence? You have to love yourself. You have to know yourself. You have to know what you bring to the table. You have to know who you are so that if a person doesn't measure up to the requirements that you set for yourself, the standards that you set for yourself, the boundaries that you set for yourself, they're not allowed to sit with you and you can confidently walk away from that person knowing that no sweetie I'm a boss and you are working we don't we're not compatible I'm sorry this not gonna work and you have to be confident in that not so desperate that you fall for potential not so desperate for a picture for IG that you take the first thing that comes your way. God's ideal of relationship in a relationship that leads to marriage is I spent this personal time setting my boundaries, sharpening my discipline, sharpening my standards, making sure that I'm the best person that I can be, unpacking all of my past trauma, dealing with any hurt that I have. This is what I was doing in my single season. I was preparing to be the best person that I can be so that I can also plan for my spouse or plan for my marriage to prosper. And the only way that that can happen is by me presenting the best person once I enter this union. So while I'm in this single season, I'm not thinking about Oh, I'm lonely. I'm not thinking about, Oh, nobody's calling me. I'm not thinking about, I don't have cute pictures to post with somebody I'm thinking about. I'm preparing for something that I want to prosper in the future. You have to prepare to succeed because marriage is already hard in itself. But if I bring a solid foundation and if you bring a solid foundation and we build to merge our solid foundations together, solid gon- solid on solid going to do nothing but stand. Because you're a whole person, you know who you are, and I'm a whole person, I know who I am, and I went through the process of making sure I chose a person that I'm compatible with, and when you put your foundation with my foundation, we create a foundation that's unbreakable. That's what God wants us to be doing in our single season, but we spend too much time glamorizing and idolizing people who never even took the time to make sure their their personal foundations were strong. Like many people in our generation have this toxic ideal of relationships, this Janae Aiko um, mindset of relationships. It's toxic. I can't eat without you. I can't sleep without you. I can't think without you. You're toxic. That's toxic, sweetie. That's not cute. That's not love. That's toxic. You're not a whole person without this other being, and that's unhealthy for you. So once you think about entering a relationship or you enter a marriage, make sure you have examined yourself completely, which leads me to point number three. You're allowed to be selfish in your single season. And this part is perfect. It's the part that I love I personally loved my single season because I was just a person that didn't like being in relationships anyways, because with the single season, you don't have to answer to anybody. I come and go as I please. Other than God, I'm the boss of me. Like, and I just felt like that was great. Like we can still talk, we can still get to know each other, but there's really no pressure for me to submit because that's the mindset that people forget when you enter a relationship, when you enter a marriage, you have to submit to that man as a woman. Man is different for y'all. But as a woman, you're saying, I submit to your mission, submission. I submit to your vision of how you see life. And now I'm officially a helpmate. So my whole being, I have a purpose within myself. Yes, but most of my purpose is to help you, which is why it's important that I choose a person whose mission aligns with my mission. So me helping you looks like I'm helping myself as well. But my role, the word says, a wife's role is to be a helpmate. So during my single season, the only person I'm helping is me. Okay, only person I got to worry about is me. So if I'm going to submit to someone, if I'm going to spend my life helping you build whatever vision or whatever mission God has place on your heart you have to be worth it anybody just can't get this role anybody just can't get this submission when I talked to one of my first ladies in my internship when I talked to him to her about marriage I asked her what is one piece of marriage advice that you would give or what is one thing that you would say to describe marriage and she said dying to yourself daily That's the part that they don't put on social media. That's the part that they don't tell you. They don't highlight that part, that marriage is dying to yourself daily. You're signing up to die. You're signing up to serve this other person's needs. I'm putting my feelings aside and catering to yours, and he should be doing the same. So it's a constant power exchange that's what marriage is that's the part that they don't show on social media marriage is about constantly serving each other and if you enter it without fully loving yourself first you're bound to enter into a drought because you never spent that time to love yourself and now you just entered this relationship or entered this marriage and you gotta love somebody else and yes they could love you, but they can only love you to the best of their ability. They can only love you based on their definition of love, which may not be your definition of love. And sometimes you don't realize that until you are already in a relationship because you sped through the single season. But social media won't tell you that part because social media teaches you that your spouse should make you whole. Social media teaches you that your spouse should make you happy. Social media teaches you that your spouse should give you compliments all day and every day and take endless pictures of you and show you your worth. Your spouse should show you your confidence. That's what social media makes you believe. That's the image of marriage that social media puts off. And yeah, that's cap. That's cap. That's not how it goes. That's not the outline that God Had for it for your spouse to make you happy, that's that's not true, sweetie. And I'm so sorry to break or crush anyone's heart who believed that marriage was about your spouse making you happy or making you feel whole or letting you know your worth. Yeah, that's not what marriage is about. But I'll dive into that on the next episode. So let's recap the points for this episode because that happy talk, oh, that's the next episode. So, the three reasons why you should enjoy your single season are one, you make the rules, you set the boundaries. Two, you get to experience individual, personal, emotional, and spiritual growth versus being in a marriage where you have to grow in front of the other person. And that person's personal, emotional, and spiritual growth affects you as well because you marry one person and now he's changing to someone else which can be good but the core values the morals the foundation you want that to already be set in stone so that every change isn't a drastic change that can make you feel like whoa i don't even know who you are anymore it should be a constant improvement in changes not a I can't even recognize you because your morals don't align with my morals anymore. There's a such thing as good change and bad change. And when it comes to morals and who you are as a person, your characteristics, that should be something that's grounded. That should be your foundation before you even enter a marriage so that you can know this person morals and my morals both align. We both put God first. And if everything else changed, I know that this is what we can stand on. And the third reason was because you're allowed to be selfish. You're allowed to focus on you. You don't have to die to yourself to be there and be the helpmate for somebody else. The only person you're helping right now is yourself. You're helping yourself be the best person that you can be so that when you do enter a relationship or marriage, that relationship or marriage will prosper because you presented the best version of you. All right. I don't want to get ahead of myself, so I'm going to stop this episode right here so that on the next episode, we can talk about this whole, my spouse should make me happy, my significant other should make me happy myth, and we can address this whole, love shouldn't hurt that social media and your favorite relationship gurus are teaching or your favorite um, married millennial couple is teaching that love should not hurt and it should be sunflowers and bliss and roses every day of life. We're going to address that on the next episode, and that is my favorite topic to dive into. So, if you know anybody that needs to hear this Wife Talk series, send this episode. Let them know what we're going to be discussing on the next episode. Send me any emails, Bay at gmail.com, or DM me on Instagram at thechristianbay underscore with any topics that you would like me to discuss or any situations that you would like me to talk about on here, any advice that you would like me to give send all of that to my DM or send it to an email. Um, Some people told me they want me to talk about long distance relationships. They want me to talk about submission. They want me to talk about the vision of marriage and things of that nature. So we have a lot to talk about in this month of February. Um, I actually thought about doing a podcast for every day in a week. So like Monday through Friday, put up a new podcast every day. But I don't know if you guys would want to listen to that. So if you guys would want to listen every day for a week. Now, this is not every day indefinitely. Like every day for one week in the month of February, I could do a Wife Talk Love Center podcast. And if you guys would enjoy that, DM me, DM me a gorilla in a heart. DM me the gorilla emoji in a heart if you would enjoy that. They probably wouldn't be 30-minute episodes. They'll probably be like 10, 15-minute episodes, but it'll be one every day, and it'll be up at 8 a.m. Monday through Friday. I thought about it. want to see what you guys think about it. Um, and yeah, so just let me know any other topics. I'm so excited for this series. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, we just want to thank you for blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to just be in your presence, Father God, and speak to you, Father God. We completely submit ourselves to you, Father God. We repent of any of our sins, any of our ways and our thoughts that did not align with your will, Father God. Right now, I just pray over every person that's listening to this podcast. I pray for their heart in the month of February, Father God. I pray that they know that you are the definition of love. And if they ever need a blueprint to follow, Father God, you've left your word that shows us what love should look like and that love is a constant sacrifice, Father God. I pray that they take their minds off of social media and take their eyes off of social media and what social media shapes love to be, Father God, and they set their eyes on you because you created love. You are love. Your whole being is love, Father God. We would not be able to experience love if you didn't first love us first, Father God. So I thank you for every person that's listening to this podcast. I pray that this podcast deposited a new seed of love within them father god and i pray that you allow that seed to grow and reflect you in all ways father god I love you so much and I thank you for giving me this platform. I pray that you continue to use me as your vessel and speak through me and pour into each and every one of our listeners, Father God. I pray that everyone listening to this podcast does experience a love sent by you, Father God, a purpose-filled love, Father God, a life-filled love, Father God, and a love that creates love and radiates love to millions of people all over the world because we desperately, desperately need to see it in our generation. I thank you for giving me this topic and I thank you for sending my list father god we love you i love you in jesus name we pray amen i love you guys so much i cannot wait to talk to you guys on the next podcast episode we're diving into happiness and quote-unquote love that doesn't hurt all right talk to you later bye share this episode with a friend let me know what we're talking about next get your girlfriends together have a girl night get your wine because we are diving in okay Okay. Bye guys.